generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Hi, you're welcome today to this very special gathering of kings. I know I usually call it special, but today is super special. And we have something really powerful packaged and prepared for you. We've done the prayer fully. In case you've never met before, my name is Damilola Oluwatim, but I'm privileged to be the pastor of kings and such a delight and a pleasure to have you with us here today. Now, let me turn on a major thing we're going to do today. It's total package. We have a rich resource of revelation prayerfully prepared for you. <laughs> Garnished in a godly manner. So what you've got to do, bring out the dish of desire and the cutlery of expectation and get ready to have some leaf smacking, soul refreshing, spirit empowering <laughs> experiences as we share the word of God. Now, if you've been with us for maybe about a year, you'd have heard me say this before, that from the middle of this year into the second half of the year, every now and again, you're going to hear other voices apart from mine sharing the word of God and communicating the truths of the word with us. Now, today, we're going to be having a very engaging, enlightening, transformational conversation. My wife is going to be hosting that, facilitating that conversation, exhorting, sharing, and then we have a couple of our choice leaders who are going to be joining her as they break certain things down. The discussion is all about how do we apply the word of God. Now, I know that ever so often you share testimonies of how blessed you are by the teachings I share and by the impartation of the word and the revelation. But we are even more concerned, not only about disseminating the information, but about you applying the information, appropriating the revelation. So that's the heart of the message we'll be bringing to you today. But before we do that, we're going to say a short prayer. Let's pray. Our Father, we're super grateful. Thank you for keeping us, preserving us, enlightening us, shielding us, feeding us, leading us, guiding us, holding us together as a spiritual family, protecting us from every assailant, from every attack of the evil one, giving us a name and an identity in you opening up the portals of your goodness so that we can drink of the river of your mercy. Thank you for this opportunity to bond and to connect and to share. Father, as we declare this particular gathering open, we thank you because each person will experience tangibly the impartation of your life, the fresh outpouring of your spirit, and an anointing to take on the chances of our lives and to move further in the direction of your desire for us. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Be thou glorified and be thou lifted up. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen and amen. Let me just introduce our host for today. She is my amazing, beautiful, beautiful, anointed, talented, gifted, and exceptionally faithful and loyal wife. Now, many of you know her as LT. Uh, and that's the lady told you. That's the abbreviation for lady told you. After praise and worship, she's going to come and she's going to fascinate with the condition. Let your spirit be open. Take notes. It's going to be exciting. We have some of our best prepared leaders and communicators in the house who are joining them. Glory be to the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is praised in the 
earth and the heavens all over the world in spite of um, the downtime that we might be seeing, experiencing, going through um, social media and on and all of that. The name of the Lord is glorified. He prevails. He will always prevail. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Alright, so I did say that today's service is special. I know because every Sunday is special and every Sunday is special. Every time you've got is special. But also today is different because you don't have Pastor Nami here, or we don't have Pastor Nami here with us today, physically, or of course with us in spirit. So this is what I meant by today is extra special. It's a bit of a slant to service today. We're not going to have our regular reviews where two or three people come and tell you what they have learned over the last few weeks from Pastor Nami's messages. We're going to have us. Lovely people gracing your screens today. <laughs> oh, we are delighted to be here. Yeah, yes. very delighted. Thank you, for Thank you for the privilege and opportunity to represent our pastor and represent God in doing this. So what we're going to do today is go through um, our power series generally. Um, we've been on power series for how long now? So about four, four, five weeks Yes, right. And so we're going to just you know, highlight a few things, answer a few questions. But beyond the past series, even though we're answering questions based on the past series, I'm just tied generally into how children of God can apply the word of God. Right. Yeah, absolutely so, true. Pastor is preaching, preaching, preaching. You're writing, writing, writing. <laughs> Red, ready, ready, ready. Okay, what are you? With the fire emojis. You know, acting, retweeting, yeah. preach, Pastor. What have you actually done with it? How has it, how has it benefited us? Why should we keep Absolutely. coming back to church online, it's online? Why should we keep praying? There must be results to your thing. So I'm just going to go right into the questions and we'll just start discussing you know, as we plan as the spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So it's good to have you, B. Thank you very much. Good to have you, Toy. Thank you very much, Elsa. Toy, no comment. No comment. And then it's good to have you, GB, as well. Thank you very much. Everybody left me out in the blue. I'm a king. Yes, I'm special. All right. Okay, so we're just going to go into it and the power series. I want to start with the part of the name. Okay. And I think that's the most recent in the past year, yes, the power of the name of Jesus. So, I'm going to ask, what makes the name of Jesus powerful? Jibi, I'm going to ask you, okay. why is the name of Jesus important? What makes it powerful? Why is it not just any other name? Why do we pray in the name of Jesus? Thank you very much, Elsa. So, I think, apart from the benefits that the name will give, like identity, image, I, I, I think that the name of Jesus is powerful because it is superior. And by superior, I mean that it is superior in coverage. So, for instance, you know the way the name of the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth, is powerful in the UK. That's how powerful the name of Jesus is. And not just on earth, but also in heaven and under the earth. So, that's, that's why I think we pray in the name of Jesus and any other name. Okay, Your expectations on names that cannot get you into certain places, mm -hmm. you know. So 
For me, understanding that the name of Jesus is superior even in the import of it in itself, mm. it makes me understand that having that name support me, having that name back me up with everything I do, just empowers me to do anything. Mm-hmm. Really. So I'm not, I'm not limited by uh, the fact that this name is only uh, powerful in a particular sector or in a particular space. It's powerful everywhere. Yeah. So that for me was, was awesome. Awesome. I know the Bible clearly tells us that there is no other name under heaven through which a man can be saved. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. He made the ultimate sacrifice. Absolutely. He deserves the ultimate name and praise. Amen. Fantastic. All right. So I'm still going to ask more questions, like I said, concerning the power of his presence. So I'm going to ask you this, GB, and maybe to him, I want to chip in something as we go. Um, after GB, B and Anthony, I'm sorry. So, I think a lot of believers at some point in their walk might have struggled with the fact that oh, if I sin, mm. then I've lost the presence of God. Mm-hmm. If I sin, God's not going to me. He's not happy with me, so he's not going to stay with me. I mean, God cannot be holding me pretty right, so he's not going to be with me. What do you think about that? Based on your knowledge and what Pastor Ami had in preaching. Okay, so, so for me, I, I feel like this is something that every, every believer needs to be reminded of. No matter how long we've stayed, because you know the devil doesn't change his tactics. He does the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just um, interesting how sometimes he, people still fall for these things. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, understanding that 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 death, that power, what it does for me, that blood, what it does for me, is that my sins are not covered. Mm-hmm. I know Pastor emphasizes that a lot. My sins are not covered. It's not like somebody somebody took them away and said, oh, let's just keep it until he does something wrong again so that we can add to the record of his wrongs. Those records of wrongs have been totally erased. So it's almost as if sin never happened for me. So that that, that in itself is so powerful. It's so liberating. So it means that I can approach God at every point in time without that fear in my mind at all. Quite, it's quite smart in a sense, and so he tries to remind you of these things. But one of the things that has really worked for me in terms of practical application, because you know they say that you cannot you cannot subject a thought with a thought. Mm-hmm. So often, yeah. what I would do when those thoughts come is to verbally reply. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed, because I struggled for many years with this, I wouldn't even lie, I struggled with this for many years. You do something wrong, you know, because they teach us that when you become saved, your nature has changed. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you are in that space where you know that your nature is now different. When you see yourself still doing certain things that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. so you're asking yourself, am I really changed? Am I not changed? I really and because the devil knows that mm-hmm. that gap is there, he keeps coming with all these ideas. Or oh, you lied yesterday, or oh, you did this yesterday. But when that happens now, I just quickly remind him of the fact that the, that blood did not take even high the sins. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if it never happened. Yeah. So because God doesn't see me when I open my mouth You're to speak to him, to he sees Christ mm-hmm. when I open my mouth to speak to him. So I approach him with confidence. So mm-hmm. the scripture says, we should come boldly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and another thing that, that has really worked for me in terms of practical application is that when scripture says, I have been crucified with Christ, never yet, I live, and the life that I live now, I live by the grace of the Son of God. In my head, I visualize it as I'm a dead man. Yep. I'm a dead man, and Jesus is alive. And the only reason why I have life in him is because Jesus is alive, and then I'm drawing from that life to stay alive. Yeah. So when I speak to God, is Jesus speaking to God? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not David. David is here because God needs a representative on the earth. 
to be able to, um, Jesus on the earth, to be able to um, communicate his power, communicate his, uh, his love story and all that. But essentially when I open my mouth to speak to God, I'm not speaking as me, I'm speaking as Jesus. So for me, that has totally empowered me. Daily in Christ, mm -hmm. like, like Peter said, that's our actual sending. Mm -hmm. you know, and that just empowers me to approach God at every, every turn mm -hmm. to say, Father, I'm here again, no matter what I've done. So to answer the question, does the presence of God depart from us? When oh, we see? sorry, I, I forgot to say that. Um, scripture makes us understand. He didn't, God didn't say, you know, God always says what he means. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say something and then doubt himself. So when scripture says, I will never leave you or forsake you, that just settles it. I think if we, if we learn to believe what God has said and not take God as man that tells us one thing and then thinks another or does another, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Because if God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, and then he put his spirit in us. Yeah. So God is always with us. His presence never goes anywhere. What the devil tries to do is to make us lose consciousness of that presence mm -hmm. so that he can introduce certain things into our space so that make us think that God has left us. Mm -hmm. But God is always there. We are never alone. Right. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. I think that was beautifully put. So Tony, I'm going to let you piggyback on what he's done, but also answer another question of the supernatural. So now we know that the name of Jesus is superior, is powerful. Now we know that he shed his blood for us and we have that identity and I still want us to talk even more about identity as we go on. So I have told you in Christ, Definitely. right? So there are some privileges, rights, um, powers as a way that we have as a result of this, which is what we call the supernatural. So now I want us to analyze this. What is the supernatural? Is this spooky? Is it magic? Is it just for pastors? Is it for the Jews? Yes! Do I, have to, do I have to go to Rio King for 21 mm. days? And then I get mm. it, yes? So I get a particular um, capacity of it, and then it finishes at some point, then I go back to Rio King. Mm. What is the supernatural? Yeah, so let me not ask the second question. Well, what is the supernatural to you? Thank you, LT. So the supernatural is um, an outflow mm. of God's love for God. Love it. So, um, it's, 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 it's an expression, when you say miracles happen, it's an expression of God's love for man. Mm. And it's a manifestation of his power and his wisdom. So, using a practical example, we see in the Bible, miracles happen. The sick being healed, the lame working. That was an expression of God's love, mm. of the love of Jesus Christ. For humanity. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. He, those healings did not take place just because he wanted the people to be impressed. Well, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And we are coming to that table. For <laughs> the So it, it, it came to a place of love. Mm -hmm. And so when we say the supernatural, it's not a display of so much, but a display of the supernatural love of God for man. Absolutely. I love That's it. Amazing. I really love it. And let's go on the table a little bit. Okay, we're not shaking anybody's table. We're just sitting down on the table. If your table is shaking, we're sorry. We're sorry, but we're not sorry. Alright. I said, we are sorry, but we are not sorry. Okay, so let's, let's agree, because really and truly, this will help us. And let's be sincere, because you know, we're not just reviewing things that, um, you know, stood out for yeah, us. Yeah, that are very, things that happened to us in real life. And we have experienced. That things we have handled, we have thought we have experienced, like yes. John said. <laughs> So sometimes mm -hmm. you see some people do something, 
because I
Okay, so I, I like the fact that we brought up relationship, which is very key. Um, but I would say something that might not sound so spiritual, <laughs> and that's faithfulness. So you know how you can pay so much attention to writing. Probably you have a terrible handwriting before, and then you buy the gift, um, ziggy for the notes to buy for kids to learn how to write. And then you two a, two a, that's a four. And then you write. And writing and writing, and before you know it, two months, three months down the line, your handwriting is beautiful. Yeah. That's how it works. You have to be so faithful in the natural. God has to see that if they called you to carry speakers, yeah. carry the speakers so well. Yeah. I know the man of God that started his ministry as carrying the speaker. Mm. And today it's one of the biggest churches yeah. in terms of capacity and coverage. Our, our generation needs to hear this. You yeah. understand? So, so you need to be faithful if you are in the church and what you do is clean chairs. Clean the chair so well that the host of heaven can look down and say, Man, someone clean the chair. Do you understand? So, so I feel like once we get it right, once we get faithfulness right, mm. it translates into because God can now trust you with that's right. Absolutely. So I can now entrust you with that. I mean, if you can clean chairs well, it means that if I say go and give this person 20,000 naira, okay. you will do it with ease. Mm. That's that's just good. another way. I really like how you said um, faithfulness with little and how this generation needs to learn more about that. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the church being well lit, mm -hmm. well air conditioned, and mm -hmm. everything going according. There's a process. Yeah. The men of God or people generally that we admire, there's a process they have gone through. True. And that's, that's why they have now come they out as fine Okay, so I'm, uh, we're going to talk just a little bit more about the supernatural, but merging it with the presence of God. With particular reference to the season we're in, I know when Pastor Dami spoke about the presence of God, he spoke about the presence of God being in us, for us, around us, yeah, and, us. and with us, those four dimensions. So I want um, Jibi and Toy, B and Toy, Earth that we have around us mm. that, that can overwhelm us. Mm. 
If it does, it's a lack of understanding of who we are. Mm-hmm. It speaks to the question of identity as well. Sure. You know, so so for me, one of the things I have intentionally, you know, told myself that I need to start to do in this season is to realize that what I have on the inside of me is above all else. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if there's COVID out there, I don't I don't entertain fear. Mm-hmm. I live, of course, within the bounds of reason take the necessary safety precautions because, oh, and I always say that because not just, not necessarily because of myself, because I know that I get, if, if God forbid I get the virus, in a matter of minutes it would dissolve. Yes, right. And, and you know, I have said this in presence of people and they're like, uh, mm. but then again, it's a question of what you know. Yeah, because the scripture true. tells me right. that he that is from above is above all. I can't see thing. COVID and be like, oh, mm. I have to respect this. Mm. So yes, we do the safety precautions because of course, government has said do this. Mm. And scripture also tells us that obey those in authority, right? But I also know that understanding that you have that power in God, even if it's not you that COVID has attacked. Like, like one of my mentors said something that you don't go out looking for people who has COVID, who has COVID. That's, that's, that's not wisdom. But then if somebody has COVID or whatever, and then you come to you and say, oh, I'm experiencing this. You should understand that there is a power on the inside of you that can speak to that and get it out of the place. Because what scripture says is that they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Definitely. That's the power that we have. True. And what is saying, what, 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 what this ties into it, saying God is for us, yeah. means that, yeah. see, you know, there's this thing that we used to hear growing up, one with God is a majority. Yeah. We've said it so much, it sounds like a cliche now, it's so but true. it's the truth. Like as far as I have God behind me, let there be COVID, let there be economic downturn, let there be uh, job, job loss, let there be all those things. But because God is for me, because I have a God that has put me above all, I have no worries. I'm going to touch on something that you also said regards to finances. And I have to say that within this time, and I've had this testimony amongst my closer circle as well, I've had so much influence. As opposed to when you are doing all the work. I mean, it feels like God just chose this season to make us understand See, it's not by it's the not work. It's not by the nine to five. You okay. climb bus, okay. you are in traffic, you hustle. Mm. <laughs> you know, you hustle to just to so that you can pursue. Mm. Mm. And then you start aspiring to refine. Aspire to aspire that you can refine. And you perspire so much, even by the time you are supposed to refine, the energy is gone. Do you know? You know what? In this time, I've had, you know, and, and it gladdens my heart that it's not just me. Yeah. You know, so many people that are close to me have had that same testimony that in this time, I didn't know it was a day I sat back with someone and I said, can you believe three months without working in that sense, like the kind of work that we're yeah. used to? Yeah. And I cannot at any point say, oh, I have lacked this. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really, really comforting to know that God is with us. And it doesn't. So by reason of that, we are not faced by things that come around us. All right. So you're talking about God being with us. I don't know if Tony wants to pick up on the other four dimensions that Asadami spoke about. Anyone? Yes. So um, I would want to pick on um, the dimension of God in us. You know, most especially in this season, um, 
a lot of people have to be reminded that God is on the inside of them. And they carry his spirit, they carry his power, and his wisdom. So, it was especially in this um, COVID or post-COVID era, you know, it, getting out of the lockdown and getting to the new normal, it's almost like, ah, there's this slight threat, you know, slight anxiety, you know, all of these things. And for me personally, the constant reminder, I would like, when the COVID thing started, because there was that sort of fear of, hey, COVID, oh, I don't want to be, you know, affected or anything. As the weeks went by, you know, with the, in, in the nourishment and the injection of the word, I just began to say, what is COVID? Mm -hmm. If COVID even comes near me or comes into me, I'm going to be inside of me. So I'm like, God is in me. I am having the supernatural. Like a being, the supernatural on the inside of me, what would I be afraid of just, you know, one virus? So I'm more, more a sense of the virus itself, looking deeper into the effects of the era and i'm saying god is on the inside of me even knowing the opportunities that maybe were have opened up before the covid era and it's looking like oh the realities are these are current realities that we're facing instead of me just prodding on oh regrets and all of that i'm not still with god i say god you're on the inside of me i carry your wisdom so what are the opportunities knocking around me and the lord has been so faithful opening my eyes yes to opportunities to to, to depths of opportunities around me, and I'm, I'm, I'm leveraging that. So for me, um, this season has, has been an opportunity to step into an understanding of what God is doing on the inside of me, that He's on the inside of me, and His wisdom is at work in me. And yes, so I release that wisdom by you know leveraging the opportunities around me yeah. to make you know that impact. You know, in my community, with the products and services that it can launch out. Hallelujah, amen. I really, I really like this thing. Like, it's forced a lot of us or enabled a lot of us to have those secret, private, intentional conversations with God. And it just unravels so many beautiful things. I like, like, I like to call it divine expo. It's just getting divine expo to divine expo. So I wonder how you're doing it. Jesus. All right, so we're going to take one, two more questions and share final words and start leaving. Let's talk about the blood of Jesus. He's talking about the power of his name. He's spoken about the supernatural, talking about his presence. But the blood. Like, we'll probably will not be talking about all of this or our relationship with him and the name and his presence without the blood. So, what has the blood done for us? Okay, I would say that, and this may come very simple, but the, what the blood of Jesus did for us. Is doing for us, <laughs> if I should put it that way, is redemption. The Bible expressly states in Colossians chapter 1 that in him, and the in is the capital H, which is Jesus, said in him we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So it's that simple. The blood um, was. I, I, should I say slain? <laughs> but, but the blood Life basically was shed. Yeah, yeah. Blood, blood was shed. Thank you for that. Blood was shed for our redemption. Um, Pidams mentioned something and he said that even before there was the first sinner, mm -hmm. the lamb was slain. That's for knowledge. The Bible says even before the foundation of the earth. So it means that God had, um, the lamb was slain before man sinned. Yes. And so, that, that was done years, 
decades before man was even conceived. So break down what does redemption then mean? So it's simple. Redemption means that your sins are washed away. Let me give you a very simple example. You know the way you walk on the streets like white shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you wear white shirts and you're walking down the way down the road, someone pours oil and there is things in shirt. Mm. And then you take you get I'm back home. This is going already. You get back home and then you get a detergent. Mm. Now with water, the oil still will go away. But with the detergent it disappears. Mm. Now what the lamb that was that we understood was done in the Old Testament was to cover. Mm. So it was like water with just the shirts. The oil was reduced. But the detergent is the blood. Mm. It washes away to the point that when I see you the next day, I'm seeing a white shirt. So I'm, yesterday I saw a shirt stained with oil. Today I'm seeing a shirt that is white. Mm. That is what the blood Spotless. does. Spotless. So it, it, it makes you clean. Mm. As in, it takes away the, the scarlet red and makes you as white as cotton. Mm. You know, I don't want to take it a bit further. God help me with this. It's almost as if you were given a brand new white shirt that cannot mm. even be stained. Uh, let's put it that way. Because you have the one of that incorruptible seed. Yes. Yes. Right? So, and I think that's another thing a lot of believers need to address. You might sin, you might fall into temptation mm. now and then, but you're not a sinner. Mm. So you don't constantly have oil on you. Mm. Um, the, the blood of Jesus has washed and away from us and has given us access mm. to Christ. So he's bought us over from the nature of sin. Mm and has given to us the nature of Christ, of the love son. So we have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we're just, I think we should just uh, get to the end of this now. But I want to ask an important question, which I know is also a reality. And well, I know I have been there, struggling with sin. If we know that we have God in us, the supernatural, the all-love, we know his, yes, all those amazing things. And we know his motivation is love. That he loves us and he's not leaving us, like you said, he's here to stay. We know the blood of Jesus has taken away the sin. I mean, we actually know it that the sin is not there. He doesn't see us, God doesn't see us as sin, he sees Jesus, right? Why do you still struggle with sin and the guilt that comes with sin? We've done something, we are afraid to pray, we don't want to come to church anymore, we want to be distant from our pastor, we, are, we feel guilty to read our Bibles, to lift up holy hands. Some people are rededicating their lives Sunday in, Sunday out. How do we deal with struggling with sin? Sin consciousness, really, even though we know we have it. So I'll just, what I'll do is, you say something, you want to add something, say something, and then we'll just say our final words to encourage people to activate the Word of God uh, practically at day, not just on Sundays or when there is a conference or when there is a person. So let's start with Jesus. Okay, so um, I think the reason why people still struggle with sin is habits. So it's not because you are a sinner. Mm -hmm. It's not because you are not God's child. It's because of habits. So um, sin to some people has become um, unconscious confidence. Mm. So I should use that word, mm. which means that mm. done, we're creatures of habits. So we, they've done something so much, so much, so much that while spiritually, mentally, emotionally you're saved, your body has adapted to that habit. So there's a neural pathway in your mind. That's, right. exactly. that's the word. So it means that 
what you can do to break out of that cycle is to sit down, understudy yourself. So understudy the habit. For instance, um, someone masturbates. Why do you do that? You see a naked picture. So you begin to ask, why did I do this? What led to this? What led to this? That led to this? That? Mm -hmm. I mean, in, 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 in psychology, we learn that, I call it the ETF map. So, environment creates the thoughts that creates mm -hmm. the feeling that leads to an action. Mm -hmm. So, you need to understand what made me feel this way to act this way. What was I thinking about that made me feel this way to act this way? What environment caused that thoughts that caused that feeling that led to that action? Mm -hmm. Once you can get back to the environment and kill it there, that happens. So what you are saying in essence that you might be, like you said, spiritually safe, not safe, not just spiritually safe, but you still need to deal with that
We've shared testimonies and practical examples and answers some questions, I'm sure, um, has been on the heart of people for a while. So let's wrap this up with our final words on how you think people can engage the Word of God. We have spoken a lot about the Power Series. But Power Series was the only chapter in the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you think people can um, consciously, actively, and continuously engage the Word of God and the Power of God in their daily life as they do? Let's take it. Okay, so I'll just say three things really. Number one, study. Number two, believe. Number three, act. So study God's word, believe God's word, and act on the word, and you'll be fine. People don't be like a man who looks into the mirror and forgets what it looks like, or the person who goes to the counselor, they tell you what to actually do. Don't be there, you come up with counseling if you need. Yeah. Alright, thank you so much for that. Toy. So for me, um, ensure that you maintain a daily discipline. Meditating on the love of God, meditating on the Word of God, and also making a conscious, conscious part of you to pray always in the Spirit. You know, connect in with the Lord Heavenly Language, and you will forever you will stay connected to God. Hallelujah. Right. I would, I, I would say that we can practice what the, the Pharisees did in those times. My Pharisees or priests, where they put the Word of God. On their, in their heads. Literally. Yes. So, 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 so they used to put it in their two bands, you get. But well, that was punished to show. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. me, what we should do is we should have the word of God in our heart yes. and in our mind. So it means that we have to meditate and we have to believe. We have to really, really believe the word of God. One thing that has worked for me is um, there's this scripture that I hold dear, which is the Spirit of God bears witness. With my spirit yeah. that I watched out. And that's the scripture I've lived with for a long time. So I feel like we can do that. Once you hold on to God's promises, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it till it becomes your reality. Hallelujah, absolutely. absolutely. And I think it's also very important to stay with them, the gathering of believers. Yeah. Yes. The people that can spur your faith, the people that can give you perspective that you don't have, and then you grow based on that. Beautiful. It's been such a great time. It's been so amazing. www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 more thing someone you know needs this kindly share this now